0: Hello and welcome to Credible Sources Tax Insights with Tax Credible. My name is Stephen McNeil. I'm the Chief Knowledge Officer for Tax Credible and today I'd like to introduce you to Jonathan Warner. Jonathan is our Director of Training and Development at Tax Credible and he's one of the few experts in the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit in the state of Georgia and so really happy to uh, introduce you to Jonathan and um have him describe to you what his uh, his experience has been with the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit and uh, impart some of his knowledge. So, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Oh,
1: thanks, Stephen. I appreciate you asking me to do this. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Uh, there are very few people in the state that could uh, um, address the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit like you, so we're lucky to have you. So if you don't mind, uh, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became involved with the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit?
1: Sure, Uh, I came to Georgia uh, originally to uh, work as a flight instructor and hopefully be a a captain on a Delta airline. And uh, obviously that is not my path, but what was fascinating to me, uh, having some background in the field of adult learning, I was hired by an organization called Georgia Quick Start, which is a division of the Technical College System of Georgia. Uh, They hired me to develop training programs for Georgia industry. It's what we call a discretionary economic development incentive program. Companies in the state of Georgia receive training services at no cost because they were expanding in our state and they were hiring Georgians. And Quick Start, as an instructional designer, Uh, They wanted me to be familiar with the economic development process. So they sent me to this week-long school called the Basic Economic Development Course at Georgia Tech. And that's where I first became familiar with uh, how tax credits were an integral part of the economic development process. And a combination of statutory credits and discretionary credits helped grow business. And so that was my first step into the tax credit world. Uh, Continuing my career at Quick Start, I was then asked to travel to different counties in our state and speak about the benefits of uh, many of the incentives, including the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit. Uh, When I left the state to start my own training business, I then became involved again with the Retraining Tax Credit as a practitioner, building upon my knowledge and experience from the past uh, 20 years.
0: Now, how is it coordinated Quick Start and the uh, Georgia Returning Tax Credit?
1: Uh, That's an excellent question. So it's actually part of the Georgia statute that the administrative agency for the Returning Tax Credit rests with the Technical College System of Georgia. And up until maybe six to eight years ago, It was the vice presidents of economic development in each of the technical college service areas that were responsible for approving every retraining tax credit application submitted to the state of Georgia. Uh, That recently changed and now it's centralized. Uh, But the vice presidents of economic development still have the responsibility for providing information on the retraining tax credit to for-profit enterprise in their service area.
0: Excellent, and Jonathan, can you give us some historical perspective of the Georgia retraining tax credit? Um, you know when it started uh, its development um, in, in terms of uh, changes made to the program over the years and, and and where we we are at now?
1: Sure. well, back around the time, uh, I believe it was Governor Zell Miller uh, was uh, really influential in bringing together uh, different parties in economic development community in Georgia to figure out how are we gonna showcase what we have as a state to the rest of the world. And you might remember we had this little party uh, here in Georgia in 1996 called the Olympics. And so as part of the world coming to Georgia, uh, there was this initiative to bring together all of the incentive package that the Georgia Department of Economic Development could promote to the business leaders that were coming to our state. And so the retraining tax credit is just one of a dozen tax credits that are designed specifically to incentivize business expansion and to create jobs in Georgia. And when the retraining tax credit was first implemented, just like anything uh, that gets its initial start, Uh, There are uh, issues with uh, submitting paperwork and determining what qualifies and what may not qualify. So uh, many of those issues over a period of years uh, were um, refined, corrected, until we have the processes that we have now, which is one of the best processes that you're going to find anywhere in the country. Because Georgia, being a very pro-business state, we're telling industry, you guys, buy the technology that you feel that will enhance your business. And as an incentive to implement that technology, uh, the state will provide you with a tax credit against the training on that new technology. You report to us what you did. The state will certify it, and then companies can attach that to their uh, corporate tax return when they send it into the Department of Revenue. It's one of the most uh streamlined processes anywhere in the country. And we're lucky to have that here in our state.
0: Yeah, and, and i like to add that uh, tax credible, uh, our, our predecessor, our, our former name was Alpha Results. And Alpha Results has been in the retraining tax credit business for about 22 years. Um, and, and so we're, we're long established in the, the Georgia retraining tax credit. And again, um, you know, bringing in that expertise such as uh, uh, what Jonathan possesses really helps us distinguish ourselves from uh, a lot of the uh, other service providers in this industry. Um, so Jonathan, if you could, can you tell me what type of business qualifies for the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit? Sure. Uh, any for-profit
1: enterprise and these for-profit enterprises can take the form of your C-corporations, S-corporations, LLCs, LLPs. If if a for-profit enterprise has a Georgia corporate tax obligation, then that, uh, that entity is eligible to take advantage of the Georgia returning tax credit. So uh, the next qualifying criteria is that the entity must have W-2 employees. Those W-2 employees are then trained on new technology. And so uh, as long as the qualifying criteria for the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how uh, are met, then those for-profit enterprises can report those training activities to the state for the tax credit.
0: So essentially, any type of business could potentially qualify
1: any type of business. Uh, We serve uh, companies in the healthcare sector, telecommunications, legal, of course, accounting. Uh, It's important to mention that while there are some nonprofit entities that can take advantage of some tax credits, uh, the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit does not apply to nonprofit entities.
0: Right. And, And how much can the credit actually be worth to a business?
1: The credit is worth up to $1,250 per employee per tax year, which means that companies that are continually investing in new technology and retraining their employees on this new technology can qualify each and every
0: year. So $1,250 being the max, what's about the average that you see per employee? Uh,
1: sure. So it depends on the company and the industry, of course. Um, typically, companies can uh, uh, receive anywhere from, I'd say, $800, $900 per employee per tax year, and of course that that varies. Some companies are a little less. Some companies will definitely max out. Uh, I like to put it in terms of. Uh, uh, if you have enough people and if you have enough training programs and if you have enough cost to spread around, then each of those employees can get up close to about the $1,250 uh, credit cap. And what that $1,250 represents is 50% of the maximum cost cap, which is $2,500 per employee per tax year. So in simple math, If you take employee wages, add it to the other costs of developing and implementing training, and we divide that amongst the number of employees, uh, that's where we get $2,500 for the training costs. And according to the statute, uh, companies can take up to 50% of that training cost, which is $1,250 per employee per
0: tax year. Excellent. Excellent. And does all training qualify for the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit? Excellent question. So uh,
1: the training has to be technology related. And so at a very basic level, when something in the workplace changes, where employees have to stop what they're doing, they need to learn something new and then go back to work, that's typically what qualifies. So we're talking about new equipment new software that can be customized to a company's uh, uh, business operation, new tools, those types of things qualify. There are certain things that don't qualify. For example, how to be a better leader, how to be a better supervisor. Anything that is um, regulatory in nature, OSHA compliance, DOT compliance, changes in uh, tax code, those are types of things that the government requires businesses to do based on what they do. And so the government is not gonna provide you an incentive for something that you have to do anyway, right? So those types of things don't qualify. So when new technology is implemented and the only way that employers are gonna be able to fulfill their obligations to the company is to learn this new technology, that's the type of activity that will qualify. And you would be surprised at at all of the things that really do qualify.
0: So you're talking about technology. So software packages such such as the Microsoft Office Suite, would that qualify?
1: So that doesn't qualify. And that's actually written in black and white right on the tax form that we submit to the Georgia Department of Revenue. That's what's called um, desktop productivity or office productivity software. Everybody can buy it. Everybody pretty much knows how to use it. So that doesn't qualify. However, there are software packages that do increase productivity. But in order to make it work for a particular company, it has to be customized. And in those cases, some of those software packages can be eligible. So like I always tell new clients, the answer is always maybe. Let's take a look and see what's required. And then we can advise you on whether or not we wanna make the case to the state uh, to have this an eligible program.
0: So Jonathan, have you found that there are some uh, software that when they're first introduced, they qualify, but then as they become uh, more common and adopted uh, throughout industry that that they lose the qualification status? Uh, Well,
1: I can think of one in particular Uh, There, there is a a software company called Inuit, they have a product called QuickBooks. And I remember many years ago, companies were uh, buying QuickBooks, customizing it for their businesses, and that qualified. And then there was a time period where um, the state did not want to uh, approve QuickBooks training, because they called it what, what they called off the shelf type software, you could go to uh, back then there were a number of retailers, you buy the box, you install it. It takes you a little bit of time to learn it. Uh, and the state was not approving it. Uh, however, that is now starting to change. Uh, for example, QuickBooks has this platform called QuickBooks Enterprise. And so you have two types of users. You have what I call front end users, which are client companies. And then you have back-end users, that have to learn the entire package. So, some of those back end users, uh, we can qualify those individuals for QuickBooks. Whereas, uh, say, accounts receivable or accounts payable clerks use it on the front end, uh, we may not make that case. We do have an excellent resource in state government. You can always call uh, that office and ask questions. And uh, we have a direct line uh, here at Tax Credible. To that office. And any question that comes up, um, we can make that call and get the right answer. Uh, and that's a value add that, that we have here at Tax Program.
0: Yeah, that, that's fantastic. So in the tax credit and incentive field, there are certain credits that require an application or something called a pre-certification for eligibility. Is that true for the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit? That's an interesting question. So
1: um, if we take a look in the rearview mirror, Uh, There used to be a process where companies would have to make an application to the state. This is the technology that we're going to implement. This is the training we want to do, and this is the estimated cost. Uh, Then that would go to a vice president of economic development in a local community. The vice president would approve it, and then the company would implement their technology, do the training, and then report back uh, with a completion form. but the state of Georgia found out quickly that's not how business works. Business is not gonna wait uh, to implement technology because the state has a form, right? So uh, the process has now changed. The state of Georgia, in order to cut this red tape, are saying, hey, you guys know how to run your business. Implement your technology, train your people. When you're done, tell us what you did, who received the training, how much you spent, and then we'll review it, and provided you have followed all of the steps, they'll certify it, and then it goes back to the Department of Revenue, uh, and the credit can be taken against the tax ob- obligation. So it used to be a little more complicated, but now um, it's it's a little easier, but um, the process of actually calculating the credit and getting to the right number, that's a little more complicated and Should. That that takes
0: a lot of work. Now, who do you consider to be a perfect candidate for the Georgia training Tax Credit?
1: Any for-profit enterprise that implements new technology where uh, trainees, employees have to take a certain amount of time to learn what they need to know to be able to do their jobs. And so you can pick any industry. Let's take manufacturing, for instance. I love manufacturing because in order to remain competitive in the marketplace, manufacturers must constantly be upgrading their tools and their equipment. Uh, They're purchasing uh, brand new manufacturing technologies to make new products. And so employees are constantly learning that. That's That is is a great example of an ideal candidate. But let's take a look at healthcare. The the new trend in healthcare right now are uh, electronic records in healthcare. And so a lot of these platforms require enormous amounts of training, which of course these platforms uh, require a lot of customization, therefore it's eligible. And everybody from office personnel, medical practitioners, people who work in the labs, IT people, they all have to know these platforms. So that's an excellent uh, opportunity for a tax credit. If we take a look at the legal profession, uh, large law offices are using uh, large scale technology solutions to track time to be able to file uh, legal applications with uh, local judicial circuits. So that's an opportunity for a tax credit. Uh, Let's find one one more. Uh, Oh, I love this one. Accounting firms. Accounting firms are basically run by these enterprise systems that uh, incorporate tax planning software and customer relationship software and software that uh, generates tax returns. And so uh, CPA firms can receive a very generous tax credit Plus, they get to see exactly how it's done, and then uh, they inform their clients about the money they save, and that's enormous opportunity for everyone. Those are just a few examples. There are there's dozens more.
0: Yeah, and, and we know, you know, technology is only becoming more per, uh, pervasive in in business and in every type of business. It's not going to be, uh, you know, uh, less used. And so, uh, truly, every company. Uh, you know, potentially has a an opportunity as they adopt new uh, new technology.
1: Sure, and you know, the way business is changing now, uh, things are becoming uh, more automated uh, using technologies. Uh, uh, for example, uh, you know, nobody was thrilled with you know uh, what happened during COVID, but because we had to have the ability as a business community to pivot and use technologies like video meeting software that we're using right now. Uh, this creates a whole new level of uh, technology that companies have to implement in order to be able to become competitive.
0: Yeah. So Jonathan, there are a lot of times when, uh... I, I really feel good, great about, you know, what I'm doing in the the tax credit and incentive field. Um, you know, a lot of times I have new clients that were unaware of the tax credits that were available to them. Do you have a story that you can share that um, you had a company that was pleasantly shocked at how much they qualified for the Georgia retraining tax credit?
1: I'll never forget sitting in the office of a, um, this is a, this is an industry that we don't really think about. Uh, the um, the fast food industry, we call it the cute, quick service restaurant industry. And we think of um, a company like McDonald's as a food company. Well, McDonald's is really a technology company. They just happen to sell food. Yeah, it's all systems. Yeah. It's all systems. And I sat in these offices with a group of three owners and I explained to them that the new uh, kitchen equipment that they purchased, the new point of sale system that they implemented, and they put these kiosks in their restaurants where customers can go in, punch in their hamburger, their fries and their shake. And uh, they press the button, swipe their credit card. They sit down at a table and magically Somebody brings them their lunch. All of that technology is eligible training. And guess what? Their employees are eligible trainees. So those clients received, uh, each of them received over, this is going to sound crazy, $100,000 each in tax credit based on the training that they had to provide their employees on all that technology. They were blown away.
0: And what's great about franchises, they're required to make these updates.
1: Uh, So mostly, yes. So a lot of these franchises are are given a list of things that that they do need need to do as business owners. The the business owners decide with some flexibility what they're going to buy, when they're going to buy it. Uh, So they make those decisions. And based on those decisions, uh, then that training is certainly eligible. One example of that is, uh, I use McDonald's because we serve a lot of those restaurants. One example is the Cafe McCafe uh, that, uh, uh, sir, that prepares cappuccinos, lattes, different types of espresso drinks. And there are some restaurants uh, that still don't have that, even though they're encouraged to so businesses can decide uh what types of those technologies that they want to implement in their own restaurants but once they do mcdonald's provides lots of training support to those local uh franchisees but nothing is free in this world right so those franchisees have to pay a lot of money back to uh corporate uh mcdonald's uh corp uh Headquarters is in Oakbrook, Illinois, so I call that the McDonald's mothership. So all of those costs that the uh, franchise owners have to pay back to McDonald's corporate—that's training costs—and that is cost that they can then apply to the eligible cost to receive a tax credit. And uh, you know, we do those calculations for those companies. All right.
0: All right. Thank you for making that distinction. Sure. So. <clears throat> With this program that's been around 20 plus years, if you could change one thing about the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit, what would it be? Wow! And I and I have I have my own, but um, and I'll share that after. But I, I'd like to get your thoughts.
1: Sure. Uh, so if I could change something, I think not every company in the state of Georgia knows about this incentive, which is crazy to me. This is one of the most lucrative incentives that a for-profit enterprise can realize in our state, yet there are small businesses, there are even uh, tax accounting firms that they might be familiar with it, but they really don't know a lot about it. So. If if I was given one thing today, I would ask the state to uh, put some resources into um, uh, providing more information. Uh, but that information uh, is only available uh, by typically people like us, the the consultants that calculate these these credits, and their CPAs that know so- something about it. So. Uh, if there was one thing that I would change, it would be uh, having a system to make sure that every for-profit enterprise in the state of Georgia knew about every incentive that they could take advantage of.
0: Well, hopefully our podcast will help bridge that gap. The, uh, the one thing I'd like to see, uh, the, the limit being the $1,250, has not changed um, in uh, decades. And I, it has not kept up with inflation. And we know that you know, salaries have increased, the cost of training has increased. I'd like to see it tied to inflation somehow. Uh, that, that's a one big change I'd like to see.
1: So I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to change my answer. I like that one better. And you're, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Um, uh, ever since I've been involved with the retraining tax credit, we're talking over 25 years. Um, the rules have basically remained unchanged, and so changing with the times I think can benefit Georgia business for sure yeah
0: Jonathan, thank you so much for uh, for taking time um, you know to join me on this podcast and um, and and sharing your knowledge regarding the uh, the Georgia retraining tax credit. I'd love to have you back uh, get more in depth um, but you know before we leave, do you have any parting words you'd like uh, uh to share with the audience regarding the retraining tax credit?
1: Sure. Um, for for profit enterprise, this is your incentive. And if you're not taking advantage of it, or if you're um, an accountant or a tax advisor, and your clients are not realizing the benefits of this particular credit, you're leaving money on the table. And this is money that you can reinvest in your business, it helps with cash flow. And you know my advice is to take advantage of every um, statutory or discretionary incentive that is available. This is one of the best ones out there. And uh, that would be my, my advice. Don't leave money on the table, for sure.
0: Perfect, I couldn't say it better myself. So thank you, Jonathan. And thank everyone who's been uh, with us today. In the show notes, we'll leave some references to uh, the Georgia Retraining Tax Credit and some more information as to how you may qualify for it. And if you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, In the show notes, we'll have the contact information. And hopefully you um, were able to take away some great nuggets that Jonathan shared with us today. So thank you. This has been the Credible Sources Tax Insight with Tax Credible Podcast. Thank you.